Alright, fellas. Cheers. And awesome. What's going on, guys? This is Tashkalooza. Here I am with myself, John Davila, Rancho Chop, and our friend uh, Alex Didozo. Uh Before, I know, I don't know how to pronounce it, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's um, uh, before we start, um, we actually want to send our prayers to er um, Eric Erickson, yeah. uh, the 24 uh, Danish player. Um, so hopefully it gets well fast and we'll be able to continue the tournament. Uh, do you guys want to say anything? I think I think as you can hear on our voices, we, we had started recording and then that happened and you know we stopped because I dude the three of us were fucking emotional. It was it was horrible. But again I think um, until we know anything further, I think we just need to send our prayers and hope that it's it's not as bad as it looks. Absolutely. Uh, prayers and wish well to his family and him and everyone around him that loves him. And hopefully things like that don't happen for the rest of the tournament. Yeah, and for football itself. Football needs uh, Christian Eriksen. Um, young, talented player, plays for Inter, Milan. Um, so best due to him. Um, the Finland-Denmark uh, match was suspended. Um so until I'm sure they'll give notifications to when you'll continue that match. Well, the fans haven't left. We're obviously watching Silver Life coverage, and the fans haven't left. I don't know if it's for the support of Ericsson or maybe you know UEFA is going to give it an hour, right. and then the game continues. Uh, I, I don't know. Knowing soccer, I don't think that's going to happen. They're probably going to plan another day to, to play the game. Um, but it's, it's already a tight schedule. It it's is. already a really, really tight schedule. But, I mean, yesterday they had one game. And that's how they normally do when they start off the tournament. And today, every other day is going to be three. three. So they're probably yeah. just going to do an extra fourth game for one day. I guess. Absolutely. So. I guess, like I said, I'm, just, I'm, I'm going on what I'm looking at. You know, it's, yeah. the, the stadium's still packed. Nobody's left yet. I don't I don't know. They might not even know yet. So I just, it's, it's I think crazy. mentally they're they're drained right now. And I think postponing to a different game, different day would be best. Uh, just reimburse, play the rest of the minutes that needs to be played, and go on from there. Um, so since we're in that category, again, our praise is with Christian Erickson and his family. So to continue this, we're actually going to be talking about the year of 2020, which is obviously now 21, but because of COVID-19 stopping plans to be pursued. Uh, so in between yesterday, which was the opening of Italy, um, Turkey, Italy ended up winning 3 0. Um, we're actually going to be talking a little bit about um, the Euro. Um, boys, what do you think our, what do you think the predictions to the Euro is going to be? Who do you think is actually going to go through the group stage? You know, so, overall. Well, well, let's let's look at it. Right, I'll pull up the groups. Right, and yeah. I, I think I think we'll go through. Who do we think goes through? Well, let's let's start with ours. Um, we have Hungary, uh, Germany, Portugal, France. Obviously, the the, the, the death group. Yeah, the group of death. Um, what do you think, uh, Alex? Um, my opinion. I don't think Germany is at the level of what everyone seems Germany is, and I know people every year in and. 
air in year out um germany's this germany's that and they're strong absolutely they are strong but i haven't seen them performing in the last three years i don't think they're gonna be as deadly as we think they're gonna perform um regardless those top three teams it's gonna be it's gonna be head-to-head um no matter what game who's facing who it's not gonna come out to who plays better because a portugal france a portugal germany a france germany it depends on the day that comes out mm-hmm. and the players it, it, it's literally going to depend on on everything i mean it could go either way i think all three teams might all three teams might probably pass the group stage in my opinion which i don't yeah. want to have with that third with that third, i think yeah. i think it's going to depend on our first game i think if we destroy hungary that we need to we need to come out really fucking strong mm-hmm. on hungary we need we need a we need, we need to win three or four zero. We need we need we need to put goals because again I'm not I'm not saying I'm not confident mm-hmm. because I think we have a better team than we did in 2016. Absolutely, I think I think we're completely stacked on paper. And, and, and no, that's what I'm saying because I we all dude, I was one of the first ones in 2016. They're like, dude, this team ain't going far at all. Right. Yeah, look at the players we brought. We brought oldies. We bought Ily Zeal <laughs> for a, for a, for a left back. You know, we had Cedric starting our right back. I. The way the tournament was going, I, tournament, I didn't even want us to pass the group stage. Yeah, bro. The way the tournament was going, yeah. I, I, I said I'd rather go home. Jesus Christ. And then look, wow, we won. But again, I think, like I said, you said it right. I think we have a great, great team on paper. And it's going to depend on Fernand Sanch. It's yeah. going to depend on Fernand Sanch and how ballsy he wants to get with this team. Because on paper and on form with players we have, there's two or three different formations. There's like two or three different teams he can put out for each type of game. And we were talking about it the other day. It was like, we play France, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's no way he's not going with two CDMs. It's just that's that's oh, his that's his style. You're going to start either Danilo and William together or you're going to start Danilo and Pelina together. It's going to be something like that where he has two strong guys in the midfield just to uh, cope with the Pogba's, the Benzema's, the Giroud's. Just the the presence of that team, the Contes, you know what I'm well, saying? I and, and I think that's gonna be the bigger difference. That's why I think Hungary, when we play Hungary the first game, it's gonna be a completely different team. He's he's gonna play like he played the the starting eleven that played against Israel. And, and very, very very fluent team. And that's what we yeah. hope for out of Fernand Sunch. We can't hope that all three games is gonna be like that two thousand sixteen yeah. where we, we play for a tie, oh we play for as as long as we don't get scored on, we win the game. That that's not your mentality. You gotta but you that, gotta not play scared. But that's we, but we can't we can't we can't just play to hope that we'll, the third place will go through. We gotta play to go the first. So I'm actually sorry to cut you off, guys, but I actually want to go a little bit on fun facts. We all know that Hungary plays either on placed balls or counter attack. Um, they put they don't play a five. I believe it's a five uh, three two um, two one. If I'm not mistaken, they. Um, then we have Germany. We actually haven't beaten Germany since 2000, which is, is ridiculous in my books. Um, and then France. France, when Conte, the minute, sorry, when every time that Conte and Pogba have started, France hasn't lost one game. It's either been ties or one. So the Germany, the Germany said I want to go into first what you said, because I can only remember two times we played Germany in, in competitively. I can only remember two. 20, 20, 2014. 2014 in the groups mm-hmm. and 2006 third place. That's the only two competitively games I remember playing. We Germany. also played uh, for um, 
that tournament, it's like whoever wins that final, like uh, I forget the name of the tournament. The, the Nation League? No, it's not the Nation League. It's um the world. It's like whoever wins the World Cup, Euro, um, the Africa Cup, the Con, and stuff like that. All those finalists go and play like one big tournament for like, just for finals. I forget what it's called. Uh, we played um, Germany at that time too. Even Germany won that whole thing. I forgot the name of it. Anyways, um, yeah, but we haven't beaten Germany, and we like we again. Germany has always had a great team, but again, World Cup, they got kicked out of the. They didn't win a game. They didn't exactly. They didn't win a game. They got kicked that, out. That's the World Cup. Well, that's after, the World Cup curse, though. That yeah. is the World Cup curse. After after they won the World Cup in 2014, which was the first um, European country to win in South America. Um, they haven't, they haven't shown up. He always has been yeah, a but South that's American. A thing. Absolutely. Um, people keep on thinking of this Germany team on how it was, and they, they, they don't realize... It's no longer. They, they don't realize what changed. Who who was the one carrying the whole team? Not saying that he was one of the best players on the team, but he, Schwein, played, he, played, he played a huge role. And now that he mentioned that, now that's two yeah. players. Philip Lahm. Philip Lahm. Lahm. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Don't forget, Philip oh, Lahm played... For me, it was Schweinsteiger. Oh, Schweinsteiger was hard, dude. One, one or the other. That's what brought the Germany team. Yeah. That's what brought the Germany team. Philip Lahm, if he didn't play right back, he would play that midfield role. And played it phenomenally, I must say. And that, and I noticed, like, I, I was telling him last week, too, like, Kimmich, mm-hmm. he plays, like, he plays the style of Lamb as well, and which is phenomenal. I think Kimmich has a bright future. But again, he's still young too. He's still exactly still young, and so is a lot of their players. And that's why that team that's is why not going to be so deadly. It's still unconstructed. That's why. And yeah, and so is Spain, and so is Italy. Like I was just telling, I was telling you before the podcast, Italy right now it's so unpredictable. So we'll see what happens. Same thing with England. England, very young players, very talented young players, I must say. So, England had that roster for the past oh, six years, though. Yeah, and, and every every single competition, it was England dark horses, England dark horses, mm-hmm. and how far would they go? The, the they world, didn't have the, the three lines. Cro- Cro- Croatia went farther than them most of the times. Well, and yeah. who's a Croatia? Well, now I, I'm not saying who, no. not not yeah. necessarily saying who's Croatia, but you're gonna compare on no, paper no, no, England no, no, to Croatia. No, no, like, no, come no, on, but that, that's, you can't. That, that's that's the game that it came down to. It was them in Croatia. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then it came down to one. Well, it came down to one goal. It was one goal. I forgot who scored. It was it was like a one nil game against England. I don't even think Probably. I don't okay. recall. I don't even know, dude. But but again, it's like we I, I've talked about it before in this England squad, right? Mm-hmm. I, this England squad, I think now, not on paper, but as a group in the unit, is I think so much better than that 04 or 02 to 08 dominance. And that comes around with what you were saying last week. Portugal as the U21 squad has played every single division, like the U15s, the U16s, whatever. Same thing with this English squad. They've played mostly all that those young kids that were come up that came up like Lingard. Um, Lingard Phil, well, Lingard, Lingard is already Lingard. older, but like Lingard Phil, didn't get called up. I could have sworn he got Lingard called, Lingard didn't get called up. No, he wasn't part of the 26. Well, that sucks. He, he um, wasn't part of the 26, but like. Southgate was like, we have a game tomorrow. You still want to play with us? Right. You're not going to go to the tournament, but you can come play. Yeah. Be the man of the match. Be the man of the match. 
but still we, get kicked we're out. Not, we're not taking it. Makes them. sense. Makes so, makes sense. But that's, I think that's I think that's the biggest problem in England because you know we we go back to the 2002 to 2016. How do you play a standard 442 and you push Scolzi to the left mid? How 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 do you how, you know and Rio Fernand talks about it. He's like if we had a decent coach, a decent manager, you would have been able to fit a system into this team where all these greats would have played together. You had so and you know, and he left out so many good names and so many technical yeah, players for, for right backs. How many right backs is in that team right now? Five? No, not four. Well, now not four anymore. because Trent got hurt, but right. now it would have been five. But, but it's nuts. It's yeah. ridiculous. But again, but again, we look at it, right? Because we look at it and we talk about the Portugal team and only having three center backs. Kyle Walker's not playing right back. Kyle Walker's gonna be that, that right that side center, center back. back. Mm-hmm. So technically he only brought three. And it's the same thing with the left backs, because I think Shaw. I think Shaw, if push comes to sub, Shaw can play that left center back role. So he's played it for us at, at United. I'm not saying he's the greatest, but I'm saying yeah. with Maguire not being 100% yet, again, I don't know why Maguire and Henderson mm-hmm. got called. You got two players that aren't 100% that haven't played, and you're right. bringing them into a major tournament. When has that ever panned out for but, anybody? But that was the same shit with fucking Fernand Santos calling William. William hasn't played Listen, for Betis. But then again... William, the last game, looked like Prime Zidane, bro, for us. I know it was Israel, and Israel made him look like Prime Zidane. Wi- Israel I, William was starts. running through William. William. William starts. For what game? Against Hungary? William starts. He starts all three games. William starts all three games. You act like you don't know who Fernand Sanchez is. William that's starts true. all three games. It, it's not that's that we true. want him to start all three games. It's because of favoritism. It's, 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 it's going to well, happen. But that's the same bullshit with like Joe Montinho and that's the same oh, shit with fucking Kuban Neves. But I, I told him earlier, a couple weeks ago, Joe Montinho has no start on that team. No, absolutely not. Joe Montinho is more for that moral support on the bench. Absolutely no start. It's like start. that pat on the back type of shit. Absolutely. And that's why I, I bring him to this tournament. Just for that. That was the same shit with like fucking Bruno Alves on that last one. Uh-huh. Same thing with uh, Ricardo Carvalho on that last one. Yeah. Um, so well, Bruno Fernandes. I'm gonna be honest. Bruno Bruno Alves was more, it was more strategic than anything. Because, that's what I'm saying. Because there were certain games that you know you couldn't play Font and Pep because they didn't have the legs. You needed right. you needed a brute. You needed a fucking brute. See, but that there. like, I still remember when he fucking kicked Eric Kane. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what 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 are we saying? So first, who do you think first place yeah. in that group? First place in that group, France. France. I think France. I don't think France loses a game in the in the group. France, Portugal, and then Germany will probably pass on third place. I honestly think we'll get third. And I'm being honest. Okay. I think we get third. But we so go, we go na- through because, name the following group. All right, we'll go. We'll go back to in order. So Group A, you got Italy, Switzerland, Wales, and Turkey. So right now we're looking at the group. Italy already has three points, and Switzerland, and Wales have one. Swiss, I say Switzerland and um, Italy. Italy leaves that group. Top nine points. Mm-hmm. Um, Switzerland right behind them, and Wales on third. Yeah, Wales gets there. Yeah, we were talking about the Italy team yesterday, me and Alex. And this Italy team, I, I, they don't look strong on paper. There's a lot of oh, there's there's a lot of oldies. There's a lot of oldies, but we were talking about too. This is Donnarumma's first major tournament. That is nuts, bro. I, yeah. I, I feel like I started watching this guy like 10 years ago. Play. You know why? Because he has 240-something appearances just for a freaking Milan. Don, Donnarumma's first tournament, and it looks like Kilihini is the same age as Donnarumma watching that game. That's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. It's nuts. I think, I think it shows Kilini like still yeah. works and shit like that. And, I, and you need – and that's – and that's the thing that's missing with most of the national teams in this competition. Mm-hmm. You don't have a player like Kilahini. You don't have a player that that puts 
the whole rest of the team in its spot. Yeah, you don't have superstars like Ronaldo or right, Messi right. in your team, but Italy don't need that. No, you got the unit. The, the, the way that they, they played did yesterday. You see, did you see the national anthem when they were singing the national yeah, anthem? Yeah, absolutely. Dude, we talked about that today. Absolutely. Dude, it looked like you... He felt so proud of singing the national anthem, and he looked like he was crying because of how emotionally he was singing that shit. He, he, he brings joy. It's not my country, but he brings me joy to see shit like that. Like, we, that's beautiful. We were talking about today because he showed me a photo of it, and it was on Twitter. And I was like, dude, I was like, you know what's crazy is that like the, our Portugal squad is kind of like that now. Mm-hmm. You, could see the, you could see the emotion when the, when the anthem comes out. Absolutely. But before 2006, name me a squad that was like that. You know what I'm saying? After 2006, after mm. I think after Ronaldo took over the, the, as, as captain, I'm not saying it probably would have yeah. been something Ronaldo would have done, but you saw the almost the group of players when that anthem. Because dude, dude, I remember, dude, I remember watching the game, bro, and like the stadium took over the anthem, and they were mm-hmm. they were ahead of the anthem, and the, they cut the anthem off on the on the loudspeaker so they could sing and it. they can sing it. Absolutely, dude, it gave me fucking chills. It, it, it came it came to a point where. It's a privilege to play for your country, and I, I'm starting to realize that these mm-hmm. these players. And I think that's with that. us as well. Growing up, too, it's like the more we grow into it, it's the more passionate we are about our national team. Absolutely. Like going through and like we we focus more on these little players that we would never heard of, and now we focus on them growing through it. Like Noon Mensch, Noon Mensch, dude. Fun facts about Noon Mensch. Noon Mensch, when he went to the um, for myself to Sporting. He actually was going to get kicked out. Not because of, like, his family was, like, very poor. Well, still, like, kind of is, but obviously he's helping in Mount and shit like that. But they couldn't afford for him to stay at the, um, at the quiz. This old man, he, he got, he already passed away. But this man gave a donation for him to keep going. And look at him now. He said it the other day. I thank this man for, like, actually helping me out because I wouldn't be here today if it was for him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, these players that we now focus on, like, Ruben Diaz, like, journey and stuff like that. I used to talk shit about Ruben Diaz. And, like, I, as a player, not just because he's at Man City, but as a player, he's shown the growth that he has shown. I talk shit about him now because he's Man City. Well, <laughs> well dude, they, the... the the <sighs> continue they, yeah. they talked about Ruben Diaz this week and the, the biggest thing right they, that they said because they were talking about it when they were talking about the Portuguese mm-hmm. podcast and um, the, the Euro podcast and they were talking and they were like dude if if Ruben Diaz would have stayed at Benfica it would have been a regular season for him he wouldn't, Absolutely. he wouldn't have had the standout year he had and I completely agree because he went to a team that on paper and on, and on merit at the moment is at a different level Right. And he got there and he stirred the ship, dude. Mm-hmm. That because dude, that Man City at the time was like what eight points behind United. Yeah, I think eight, maybe maybe more, because we, we had mm-hmm. we had a pretty good cushion at one point. Uh, and you guys they, were like at fourth. You guys were like fourth place. And, That's when we were fighting with Tottenham. And they had nine clean sheets in a row with Ruben Diaz but and this is John how, Stones. This is how you know that he's such a great player because going to a team like that. You could kill your your career, yeah. just like Renat Sanch did when he went to Bayern, because of all these other players around him steals the spotlight. But he was able to take that spotlight away from players like Kevin De Bruyne. That's yeah. this right here mentality. That is mentality. Mentality. It's huge, dude. Think about it. Renato Sanchez was carried at Benfica. I don't give a shit who you are. Like I think like you could agree with me. He was carried at Benfica. He was getting fall. He was making making falls that would be either yellows or reds, and he would never gotten anything. Because at that time, Vieira used to carry the whole Arbitaging shit. 
And I'm not. I'm saying no. I'm saying this because a Primera Liga is corrupted. The Primera Liga it, is corrupted. It's it's been corrupted since it started. But that's what I'm saying. But he was scared when he went to Bayern, where there is a shit ton of stars. Which to me, that that's wholesale made no sense. But again, it's money. So we weren't that, gonna say no. That, that, no. But regardless, no, even, if, even if the Portuguese league is corrupted, that's the type of player he is. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the last Portugal game, but he went three times back to the same player, mm-hmm. and after that, the fourth foul, he got the yellow. That's how he yeah. is. But, that's but how that's just how his mentality is. And sorry to say, but a lot of people like to agree, and a lot of people say it, and we don't like to accept it, but that's us poor chops. Thanks. Us poor chops, we ha- we're, we're hard-headed. We we're stubborn. We're hot-headed. <laughs> we're fucking hot-headed. Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, but, dude, it goes... Even, even when he was at... I think Bayern made him worse in that, yeah. that, that aspect because when he got onto the field, we, you know, we played a few games. He's like, now nah, nah, I got to make a fucking mark. Yeah, because he never played. You know? So, dude. He played like a preseason and, and one cup. And I, think, and I think right now, I think the only box-to-box midfield that Portugal has on that 26 roster is Renato. Yeah. You have no other box-to-box midfielder. That's because, honestly, because we all know, he went to uh, Bayern, he didn't show. He went to Swansea, they got relegated. Um, he went to Swansea at a bad point. He did. Well, yeah. that too. He also, you know what helped he, him? He, he was he, trying to be a rescued thing. You know, you know what fucking, you know what, the best thing that ever happened to Renato Santos, mm. Rio Jorge. Absolutely. The best thing that ever happened to that kid. You know why? Because now you're growing your confidence. No. On standards. No. No. Gave him humility. Rio Rio said it to him. Renato, you want to call me? Skeds, bens. Mas não é para jogar. Tu não tens lugar a minha equipa. Tu vais ser, se calhar, um substituto, um, um gajo que entra a 67 minutos. Yeah. Tu, neste momento, não tens lugar no seu 21. Mas se queres, vens, não estás a jogar, vens, vens a treinar connosco, ajudas a tua confiança e, e vamos ver o que é que se passa com isto. E cresce, e cresce com isso? A melhor coisa que passou por, com, com ele foi isso, na minha opinião. Yeah. Que depois disso... Foi para trás para o Bayern, jogou, jogou um pre-season com o Bayern, uhum. depois fui, fui para a França. A melhor liga que ele podia lá estar. Mas isso é que é falta no, no povo português, é, yeah. é mandar certo, yeah. a, aprender e aos disputos, senão yeah. eles... Metê-los em linha, metê-los em linha. Tem senão eles, eles pensam que são, são todos Ronaldos. Sobem todos à cabeça, o que acontece sobe tudo à cabeça. É. E há uma coisa que eu, eu tive até a ver ontem no, no Canal 11. Muitos, muitos estão a apanhar a cabeça do Ronaldo because Ronaldo is honestly a good role model mm-hmm. for this because you see the mentality of like they were talking about how because we all know Ronaldo when he played with Marcelo and Pep at Real Madrid and we know that Marcelo is more of a little bit of a slacker and Ronaldo would be like no, vamos jogar mais uma vez vamos jogar mais uma vez mm-hmm. and like they would grow with that like both both Pep and Tech and they ended up getting the head for it you could tell how mature oh, absolutely Pep man. ended up being yeah, after absolutely. that and how even even Ruben Diaz Ruben Diaz has that mentality of two of like that I'm striving to succeed I'm striving to keep working and like well you have to admit Pep's 38 years old that's no walking apart same thing Ruben Font Ruben Font showed up José Font. So, yeah. Font. Yeah. That's, so, what I said. That's what I said last week. <laughs> said the same thing. Um, José Font only showed up in the national team when he was 31, dude. Uh, we, we have to pro, like, admit, like, pro, that's, that's pro um late. Treinador, pro um treinador que não quis no Benfica, que ele vendeu. 
Lá está. Com o José Fonte. O José Fonte era, era central para o Benfica nos anos 2007, 2008. Acho que foi uma. I'll be honest, I don't know him until he showed up quando, there. quando o Fernando Santos era o treinador. E, não sei se foi o Benfica ou se foi o Porto. It was both. Não, estou a falar do José Fonte, onde é que oh, ele estava. Okay, yeah. Eu sei que o Fernando Santos yeah, yeah, treinou yeah. os dois. Acho que foi no Benfica que o José Fonte estava e, e o, o Fernando Santos mandou-lhe embora. E uma uhum. coisa que o José Fonte fala muito, que estava surpreendido quando por, o, ter chamado. por ter chamado. E acho que para yeah. mim também. E, e também está tá o central, está tá bem mereciu lá. Mereceu o lugar. Alright. Um, do you mind giving me the rest of the group? Sorry. I know we're getting... Because we're so passionate about this. It's ridiculous. Um, the next... So the take next, it away from so us. We, uh, we're all saying Italy's... Italy and Switzerland, yeah. Um, so group B is Denmark, Finland, Belgium, Russia. I think Belgium takes top group. That's really good. Oh, my God. I think... Uh, Thank God. God, if anybody's listening that doesn't know what's going on, um, Ericsson's responsive. So, so he shows that it's uh, stabilized. It's been stabilized at the hospital with the players there, full support. Um, it's if you guys want to look into this, it's also on Twitter uh, at UFO. Um, yeah, but depending on how they'll react with the Christian Ericsson, I. I would say Belgium and Denmark. Um, again, I, it all depends on how this. I do. I think. I think. I think Denmark without Eriksen doesn't go far. And I'm being. I, and it, I know that's. And that's what that's I'm gonna be saying. really hard to say. But I don't think I don't. Eriksen on that team was everything. I wrong. absolutely agree. Um, Eriksen definitely highlighted that team. But now. There might be a fire there now, but not not that. But I don't think it's now. It's gonna matter whether they go he's through. on the team or not. I think everyone's. Mentality that, is going to be different and, now. And that's where I want to reach to it. Yeah. Dude, that, obviously, that, like, if he goes well, and let's just say even if he sits just on the bench, that will bring uh, such a no, fire. he's not he, coming on the field. Yeah. No, I know he won't. But, like, that will bring such a fire knowing that he's okay, that they'll pull what Portugal did with, with Ronaldo injured. That's a different, completely you know? different injury, so. Yeah, I understand. Completely different injury. But it brings, it still brings you that fire. So, again, like I said, Depending on how stabilized Christian Eriksen really is, it will bring a fire. So, I, if not, I would say, sorry, um, probably Russia. I think Russia's taking that second place just because of what just happened now. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not saying necessarily they won't play with passion and they won't play with fire because everyone for the country definitely does play with passion and right. fire. But I think that's just, it, it, it sticks in the back of your mind for all the other players. So, I think that's really going to affect everyone's gameplay. And I feel like they're not going to perform to their best ability or what they could perform yeah. to what we saw in this first half because Absolutely. Denmark dominated Finland. So, yeah, agree. so Group C. I don't know. Group C. Austria, Netherlands, North Macedonia, Ukraine. I'm calling it now. North Macedonia takes second spot. Agreed. I think I think Macedonia is going to be they the Iceland of the tournament. They surprised the shit out of everyone. I think, I think, I think they're going to be the Iceland of the tournament. I think I think they go I think they go to the next round. So that actually you already answered one of my following questions, which was who's gonna be the dark horse. Who's gonna be the dark horse? Yeah. Really? North Macedonia. I think North Macedonia. Dude, they surprised I think it was it was it against a game against Germany that they ended up winning qualified. You know who's gonna be the dark horse in my opinion? Now that we passed the group yeah. already? Russia. 
See, but I think I don't think mm. I don't think it'll That's be tough. I don't think it'll be a bigger I don't think it'll be a big ass surprise Russia getting through the group in guess, the beginning. Guess of the who they knocked out last competition? They knocked out. Um, was it Spain? Yeah. Yeah. Spain, Spain's again. Spain's another yeah. team that's going through. Absolutely, but I mean, it, it's a step. It's a step forward. I'm not saying Spain I think, is. I think Netherlands takes takes the first spot, and I think North Macedonia takes second. I, if North Macedonia doesn't take second, they're in third, and they go through on the aggregate. They could probably go through. I think on they third. Go, I, I say Austria and get, Austria gets second, and Netherlands gets first. In my yeah, opinion, I think so. Team? I think the Ukraine team's gotta go. gotta give them well, a fight. They beat us. Freaking yeah. Group D. Croatia, the Czech Republic, England, Scotland. It's a good group, too. Uh, England, Croatia. See, but I think England's going to have a really tough time with Scotland. I think Croatia's passing it first. And I think and I think England's going to get through by the fucking the stretch of the teeth. Mm-hmm. With the Scotland the Scotland rivalry and then the Scotland team in, in, in coming up with this talent. So what is it? Scotland is going to be a mix of Rangers and Celtic? Players or dude, you got Andy Robertson from Liverpool. You got Scott McTominay. Yeah. You got um, um, I forgot about Scott. You got Scott McTominay. Who's that other dude from that team? Dude, you got like you got like three or four big name players, dude. You looking it up? Yeah. Um, I can't think of it. Only Scott Anderson. Yeah, Robertson. that's really it. Um, John McGinn, Aston Villa. If you want to say that, I mean, Aston Villa had a great season, so probably. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think Scotland's Scott, gonna give a lot. Scotland's of gonna push it. Yeah. Um, group E is Poland, Slovakia, Spain, Sweden. So Sweden, he's come back, obviously. Um, Ibrahimovic, forty years old. Came no, back he didn't. He didn't. He didn't go. He didn't get called up. He didn't no? get called up. He got injured. He got injured. He got injured. He didn't right. go. He didn't go. You know, I remember, dude, he was fucking crying on the field. Don't get me wrong. If he yeah. did go, that's my number one contender right there, Sweden. Yeah. I love Ibra. They, they would have locked up. 40 years locked old, up. still kicking ass. Still dude. kicking it's, ass. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. They would have they knocked out Spain. Spain wouldn't have gotten through the group. Absolutely. Yeah. So, in that note, it's uh, Spain and who did you say it was? Okay. Poland. I think Poland. Poland. Poland at first. Yeah. Oh. Poland first. Poland and then first. we already talked about F. Um... I think Poland first for sure. I think I think now uh, I, I want to give you know Benfica continue Benfica. Um, they gave us a shout out on their last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, for people that don't know them, um, it's a podcast really based out of uh, a couple Benfica out in Massachusetts. Mike Gonzalez is like one of the main guys that that runs it. Um, give them give them a look. They're on YouTube, Facebook. Um, I don't know if they have an Instagram. I think they have an Instagram. U continue Benfica. Um, they come out with the episode in Portuguese and, and in English every week. Um, now that the yes. Campeonato, because they only really did the Campeonato, I think after the, um, they don't do anything now, but they're doing an episode now when every game comes out. Mm-hmm. So um, give them a shout, look yeah. them up, like and subscribe their videos. They're giving us shout outs. We might we might be on their show. We might get a couple of them on our show. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, we got to share the love, dude. We're all Portuguese and we all got to, you know, we got to look out for each That's other. That's what we'll live for, you know? We we're trying to make a stand and have people have something for people to listen to, and obviously we have the mission of trying to get these clubs more together and more associated to each other, so they know about festas and everything. I was actually talking to someone about yesterday. I personally, in the in the state of Connecticut, want to get clubs and churches together at least like every three months. Um, obviously, it's going to be a big mission for me. Um, I want to actually get a group of people where young adults, 
because if it's not because of us, like people like you, us three, or even more the ones that have come to the podcast and stuff like that, our generation for the future will die down. And we, we can't already, have that happen. It already it's, is. Already, exactly. It already is. We need to make a stop for it. Because, <laughs> like you said, last week, we used two weeks ago, we used to have Portugal Day on a Thursday all the way to Monday. Mm-hmm. We don't have that no more. Well, I think, and, I think don't get me wrong, I think now because of COVID, right. this, this year, there's not going to be much, right? Because... Soul March still does that, but but that's the but thing. It's, it's even, not the same. It, even before COVID, it's not the, same. The, the last five years, it's not. I watched your last podcast, and it's not like what you said, where the Tashkas are on either side of Ferry Street not and anymore. walk down. It, it wasn't Sunday that they only closed Ferry Street back then. It was, it was Thursday until Sunday. Mm-hmm. Ferry Street was locked down. Yeah. It was closed. Dude, I remember in 2006. I came. This was the first time I, I came here. I grew up. I grew up in Newark. I, yeah. I went through that every single year. My dad. We would walk from one side, almost by the train station, all the way to past Somad, and yeah. it's it's Tashkas. It, but let me tell you, it, it's not like it, there were spaces in between Tashkas. It was like it was filled. It it, it was sardines. <laughs> Like, what you guys see in Iberia yeah. packed in the parking lot, it was like that on the street. On Ferry Street, yeah. On the street. Fun story, actually, in 2006, because I came in 2006 to the States. Um, in in June, uh, uncle of my dad's was here, so we came down to visit. I ended up trying out a Portugal shirt, and I completely forgot to put it back. So I, 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 still, I was still wearing it. I walked away accidentally. Mind you, I was 12. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Mm-hmm. Shut up. <laughs> I, I really didn't. So now I'm walking away, and I was like, I looked down, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, and then did someone... You, did you say, oh, shit, because you left your other shirt there? No, these four of us. No, I was wearing the shirt on the shirt. <laughs> I was skinnier back then, dude. I'm <laughs> like, leave me alone. Um, but yeah, my dad wears that shirt now to work. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think we're almost done with the soccer talk. Yeah. I, I want one more thing, right? Mm-hmm. I want each of us, right? You're starting 11 for Portugal. Any game... You have one mentality of starting. Wait, start with Who formation. Start? Formation, I would do four, one, two, one, two. Okay, I see what you mean. Got it. Um, reasoning behind that is we're not the same national team we keep on putting in our heads that we've been for the past five years or the, or the last oh, five years. The last ten years. Ten years. We don't have wingers. No. Not at all. Na- name me if we play four three three like we insist in so much. Who's our, who's our strong wingers that actually like running down the line? Bernard Silva cuts in all the time. Jota is more of a striker than winger. I don't like him winger. Ronaldo mm-hmm. don't have legs legs for wing. We we have no wingers, so that's the reason why I would play that formation. Um, keeper, Rupertisio. São Patricio. São Patricio. <laughs> Let's not hype him up too much. Huh? He's not a favorite. He's good, but not a favorite. Like um, right now might be a better fit, but experience-wise, Patricio. Yeah, definitely. We have to keep on putting Patricio. If Anthony Lopes got more play time, he's currently play time. Injured, yeah, so. if he he was more involved, if he was six inches taller, true. Um, he's fucking short. Right back, Cancelo. Center back, Ruben Dias. The other center back, Pep. Left back. That's that's a toss up. Um. I, I like the passion that the kid has. He has to play. Mench has to play. I don't think if Mench keeps playing the way it is, Guerrero ain't coming. I, no. I, I think I think if you give no him a way. shot, I think if you give him a shot this year in this competition, um, it's gonna be the same thing that happened with Ornat, right? 
the season where he went to Bayern, where he had a blow up in the, the Euro, and mm-hmm. he starts his career there. And I think that's what yeah. he needs. Not not saying necessarily that he needs to get sell sell right away, but it's a it's a really big boost ego for himself. Absolutely. And he learns a lot from it. And Guerrero, I, I think he's been slacking a lot, dormant. Don't forget, he also plays. But that's the, the thing; mid. he plays left mid and dormant. So now you could put him in the left back position. He's not going to want to stay back there. And yeah, that's nice. We have him going up and down. But Nuno Mendes did it all. The and minute you know the minute I saw Nuno Mendes get subbed in. You got excited. He, Dude, the first, first pass gives it to Ronaldo. The first pass, oh. he gave a breakaway to Ronaldo. Ronaldo missed it. Completely. O- almost you, you open net. that fucking shoulder. Right, Ronaldo missed like four opportunities, breakaways in that game. Mm-hmm. But, but but besides that, that's a different topic for, for God knows yeah. when. Because, but Nuno Manj, I, I feel like he knows what he needs to do and he, he's getting it done no matter what Absolutely. he needs to go to. And you know what's funny, dude? That's not even his formation. Yeah. Like, that's not the formation sport he plays at sport. Absolutely. You know, and Sporting actually ended up going at one formation this whole entire season, which kind of was smart because you're having these kids coming in. And now you have, you don't have one focused starting, like a superstar. Mm-hmm. So they have to depend on each other, which I think that was the best thing for Sporting at the time. But Nun Mensch plays um, a 3 5 2 1. That's what Sporting plays. Yeah, so he always plays a little and higher up. So he plays that higher up, which a lot of people were saying, oh, um, like personally, I, I, I saw flaws yeah. from the Mitch. Was I happy with the performance? Yes, but I saw flaws where I think he could, as he's adapting to the formation, from that Fernandes obviously in coaching and quality of players, which obviously is a lot higher, um, he's adapting very well and he's learning fast. Very fast. So... I know most likely he'll be going to the Prem next next year for sure. I, I hope um, he does. Honestly, so right now is Men City got the runner up on that. Obviously, money talks. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. finish finish your lineup. Why, um, why go to a team that's gonna lose in the finals anyway? So that makes no sense. Um, finishing my lineup. I definitely got to put as much as we don't like him, but I definitely got to put William Carvalho there because he's the only one that called the ball. He, yeah, he, he's been doing it year in and out. Um, he has his experience. We need that. Um, next to him, Bernard Silva on the outside right. Um, on the left side, I'm doing. I'm taking a chance and I'm doing Renat Sanch. I like his pregame season. Pre, um, the game for Israel. Yeah, they're warming up. Um, he wins the ball a lot, and that's players that we need in that midfield because I feel like everyone drags their feet, especially William Carvalho, especially... He pushes the team forward. Especially Bruno Fernandes. He knows how to win that ball, and he, he, he has that sprint, that that, mm-hmm. that aggression to go forward, and that's what we're lacking in the team right now. Right. Um, if we play that formation, Bruno Fernandes in the camp situation, if we as, play that as formation... A yes, yeah. as a 10. If we don't play that formation... I'm sorry to say because he's a Man U fan, but I don't like his I don't like his spot in he don't, he don't the Portugal national. He team. doesn't have the work rate. He doesn't have the he work rate to defend. He doesn't, and I, I don't like that. But that's why I would only put him there if that team that lineup's like that because mm-hmm. I know Renato Sanchez will do that part, and Bernard Silva is there to take the ball from him sometimes. Um, then up two, on top will be Ronaldo and Jota. Obviously, I think Jota been performing I think is a better striker than best time. as one. Yeah, too. absolutely. Uh, I think Felix is very low right now. See, but I think I think your formation 
and then how are you playing? For me, I would have picked on Vasilva. As a forward? As, as the forward. You know why I wouldn't? Because they're too, he probably is it's similar to Ronaldo's style. Yeah? Because how, how they both line up and how they both That too, but up. how far does Jota go back and how far does Andres Silva go back? Well, I'm talking about how, like, your, 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 style, your style of as play and, how, and your formation. You already got one there. I, I, shit. Ronaldo, if Ronaldo performs like he did in Israel, I, I would take him out, put Andres Silva there. In my opinion, I, I understand he's the best player in the world. He, he can't play 90 minutes anymore the no, same. But it's not even that. You need to get the ball up, dude. Stop shooting. You do. Stop shooting, dude. It was like two times, but now there was open, bro, for like a quick mm-hmm. throw. And, and, and that's the problem. And that's the problem with the national team. It's one monkey sees. I, I don't want to say monkey because that's. A lot of respect. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, I didn't mean it in that way. I meant it like one, one person sees it. The other one does it type of thing monkey so see, monkey do. yeah sure. exactly yeah. that's what i meant by that so ronaldo goes and shoots whenever he wants because he's the best player in the world so he can do whatever he wants and then everybody else in the national hold team hold that hold that uh so the denmark football association on twitter has said that eric christian erickson is awake and uh he's doing further examinations at the hospital there the the match is still going to be uh postponed and there's going to be a message that comes at 19.45, which is 7.45 there. Sorry to get you off. Continue. No, you're fine. Um, exactly what he said. Um, monkey see, monkey do. And I think that's the main problem with the national team is everyone wants to be the best. Everyone thinks they're the best. So since Ronaldo could do it, everyone thinks they could also do it, mm-hmm. which don't get me wrong, Ronaldo can't do it at all either. Um, he needs to pass the ball. But that's what I saw from Bruno Fernandes that game is in the second half, he knew the game was done, so he was like, let me shoot as much times as I can outside the box. One of them is going to have to go in. One of them did. It was pretty nice. I just wish. I mean, <laughs> it was pretty I nice. I just wish Fernand Fernand stuck the freaking free kick rather than all Ronaldo. Well, I think that's going to be the biggest issue in this whole tournament is who's oh, going to take these. Man, man. Nobody's taking it off Ronaldo, let's be honest. Nobody, yeah, nobody's, dude, nobody's he could no longer shoot. He hasn't shot a good free kick in the past five years. To Spain? Spain, 3-3. But that's the problem. That's I, I agree. But, 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 but listen to me. I agree with you. He can't take free kicks anymore. He can't do a lot of things anymore, to yeah. be honest. Ronaldo's not Ronaldo anymore. Ronaldo, he's there on the national team, but he's there as a moral support because we know we have the best player in the world. And you can't consider him out of that. He right. is the best player in the world. He's he done it year in and year out. Mm-hmm. Um, but Let's be honest, but then you take that. the free kick position from him and then... That level of And then that, that Spain, 3-3, three, three, where are you going to get that from, too? You get me? Yeah. Because if there's one player in the world to do it, it's him. No one else. A Bruno Fernandes is not going to do that at 90, 93 plus. No. Tie the game. Yeah, no. he did it against Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about how much Champions League well, we have, right? right? First, right. Let, let's, let's do it quick. Your, your lineup. Uh, let's nah, get over with quick. My, mine is... Uh, it's almost about the same thing. Honestly, uh, if we had a better uh, struggling there, um, if we had a better um, center backs, personally, I think they're a little bit too old. But if we had a good like center backs, I would say a three five uh, one two personally. No. Um, no. But as of right now, it's definitely that works for Sporting, bro. They working for us. Yeah. To be honest, I agree with him as well. Um, even if we did like um, shit, like a four four two. But have one more back, like a 
a Jompelinha or even a William Carvalho. So like a four four two, but like diamond. Yeah, like a diamond formation type mm-hmm. of shit. Um, I would have honestly, but some Patricio, then have Nunmensch, Pep, um, Diaz, Diaz, and um, actually, yeah, Diaz, and then Cancelo. I would have uh, Nat Sanchez. Surprised about that one. Right? It's a little bit. Um, I would have Nat Sanchez, uh, either João Palhinha or Danilo, um, Bruno Fernandes, and then Bernardo Silva, and then I would have Jota and Ronaldo in front. Sorry to cut you off, but it's what I told him for the past two weeks now. Danilo's not going to play any position in the midfield. Yeah. I don't think so. He either. didn't get called up for that. He's, he's going to be our fourth and, and, and the subs that we're going to do, it's not going to be for Danilo's um, um, midfield for him. Yeah. Look, like you've been saying, oh, we got to play with two CDMs or three CDMs. He's not going to do that. The, what, what he's going to do is, if we need to hold a game, mm-hmm. he's going to play with three center backs. Well, and that's he's going to sub in Danilo, right. and they're all going to hold that. And back. that's my prediction for, like, the... Um, sorry, it's too good to go again. But, like, my prediction for, like, even the group stage, I would say the first two games, we're going for it. And if we win those two games against France, we're, we're, ha- we're playing two trinkers. Just like we did in the Nations League, we're going to do the same exact shit. Mine's a little different my formation. Go ahead. So I, I would play. I kind of like the formation he's got going right now. The the four the four three the four two three one. Because mm-hmm. I think in a team that we are and how we want to play Ronaldo suits him perfectly. You let him play up there by himself. You give him that freedom to play, and you let him roam. Right. So San Patricio, Nuno, dude, Nuno Mendes has to start. I don't, dude. I don't. I don't give a fuck how. How much hate I get from this because a lot of people for some reason don't think he's starting. This kid needs to start. I think so. This kid needs to start. Ask me him, Diaz, Pep, Cancelo. That back five, those five players, are indecisive. They have to play. Mm-hmm. They have to play the whole tournament. Um, Make a hope. Yes, I think my hope and what I would play. I know will. I, we always say it's going to be William. It's going to be William. I wouldn't play William personally. That's just me. I think Ferran Central will play William, but for me it would be Pelinha. And Ruben Neves. Ruben Neves. Ruben Neves gives you a little more going forward. He does give you the same yeah. work ethic coming back. He can hold that. And he, he's, you've seen it for Wolves year in, year out for him. Um, First two years. Th- those two CMs. Up top, I'd have um, Bernardo on the, white, on the right. Bruno Fernandes the cam. And Jota on the left. Right? Because the three of them, we've seen all year that they don't stick to one position. They all, mm-hmm. They're all very fluent. You see a lot of times Bruno would go to the right, Bruno would go to the left. Same thing with Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva has him at one spot. He hasn't played on City. And the same thing with Jota. Jota can play on the left, can play in the middle. He doesn't really play on the right because that's Salah's spot. Mm-hmm. Salah's a yeah. greedy motherfucker yeah, yeah. that doesn't like to share. Um, and then Ronaldo. You let Ronaldo stay up there. He doesn't have that, that, that defensive needs. He can press by himself. And you can let him. You can let him almost dictate the game how he wants to play it. Again, that's how I would play. So I think that's that suits our style and suits what we have to offer. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But again, how Fernando Sanchez plays? Because Fernando Sanchez has one way. Logo quando sofre um golo, só só há dois resultados. Yeah. Perdo, uh, empate ou ganho. That's that's his mentality. That that's it's been his mentality since 2015. Dude, and Alex Ferguson said it best, dude. A 2-0 game is in the one vein. It's not. Fergie time comes and that's it. One more question before we move on because this is getting really long, right? 
one <laughs> player, one player you would drop, one player you would bring into the national team. I got mine. For me, for me, it's it's even though he had a great season at Porto, it's Sergio Oliveira. I'll drop him too. I I don't think I think Sergio Oliveira is one of the weaker ones we have. Him or Nelson Smith. I say Nelson Smith. I don't one, like one, him. One of the two. He he had a horrible in yeah, the beginning of the game. I, I don't like him. Uh, I'll, but I don't know who else to bring because Ricardo's not I ready. I do. Because Ricardo Pereira is not ready. Yeah. But who, who, who else do you bring? Oh, as a, as as a, a right, right back. back yeah. I know who I bring for, I, I know who I bring for CM. For I'll, me, it's Juan Mario. Yeah? For me, it's Juan Mario. Um, who else? So, what other box-to-box I'll, midfielders I'll on that team? Are you kidding me? The fucking season that he had at Sporting? How did he not get called up? I, it's, I understand. It's weird, I understand. Dude. You call Sergio Oliveira, but but, but, but listen, yeah. listen. You call Sergio Oliveira for the great season he had. But what about the Euros that we did last season yeah. with Juan Mario? That's that's a good point. We don't have but a box to box, like he said. We're not such. is our next box to box, but he's not a box to box. No, not not like not like Juan yeah. Mario. He's not. But Juan Mario played a different position back then. They do. He was a lot he, faster. We played. We played the diamond position I was talking about, and what he was talking about the two outside. It was mm-hmm. Bernard Silva and Juan Mario on the outside. Yeah. He was left center mid. He wasn't really playing wing. Didn't, he, didn't, he didn't go to Jean Mario. He's talking about. It was Jean Mario and that, that's what I'm talking um, about. Nani. Yeah, that's what I meant was. Yeah. What Benassi was doing right, now. Right, right, right. That's, was, that's what was Jean Mario, was Jean Mario doing yeah. because he wasn't on the wing wing. He he played right. exactly he like, played like Bernard a, Silva. A, a, a right mid. Yeah, absolutely, shit. he would come in. But that's that's the thing. What I what he was saying and what you were saying, the formations and everything. I played soccer for a long time, and the formation is never the same the whole game. Mm-hmm. Whether we have mm-hmm. the ball, whether we don't have the ball, the formation is going to change. Right. So when we don't have the ball, then the Porto is going to go into our natural habitat of defend and let's not suffer because that's a win mm-hmm. in yeah. my eyes. Absolutely. And that's the problem that I see with the Porto national team. When we do have the ball, we can't have that same mentality. That's why we need players like Renat Sanch, like João Mario, that grabs the ball and they push the team up. Because right. once we get the ball, if you watch the last two games, even Spain, e- even Israel, even a team like Israel, there was no motivation for a national mm-hmm. team. We get the ball and, oh, let's pass it we're back. Not, we're not, we're let's not. go to Rupert Issue. Yeah. Uh, we're not. we like, we got to keep going for it. We can't. It. That's not our team. And I'm not saying we're a team like Spain where we're going to pass the ball, we're going to possession. No, we, Portugal we're, never that. We're direct. We're direct. We're direct. But, but that's the thing. We're not doing that. We're not, we're not playing direct. Mm-hmm. We're not running. That's and that's that's yeah, what's and that's what that's what's missing in the national team. Yeah, and I, I have, feel like that's what's gonna hurt. We don't have legs. We don't. We don't have legs. We don't. Never and it's because we don't, we don't have we don't have we don't have we don't have the wingers that we've had in two. And, and that's because of the formation. And that's the formation have, he's putting out. We don't that's have, the problem. We don't have the Simels. We don't have the Figuj. We don't mm-hmm. have the Ronalds. Of course. We don't have the young Nani coming through. We don't have right. the, the young Kurajma. We don't have that. No. We and we and honestly, other than bought. Or like a guy like, Nuno, or like Nuno Sanz. What is not really even that no, fast? He, he, I like more I'm as a about, 10 I'm, than I'm, anything else. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about winger wise, or like somebody like a Nuno Sanz. Who 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 else? Portuguese wise, you can think on the top of your head that's a winger that that's no. a, an honest winger. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I would say Rafa. Honestly, but he he plays better he going plays, through the middle. He, he plays better he striker better, going yes, through the middle. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what he is, and, and that's what Jota turned into. Jota Jota wasn't a striker. The, the two the winger. two wingers the, the two wingers that we could have brought are injured. Yeah, Pedro Neto and Pulvis. Yeah, yeah, that's the, true. The two solid wingers that we need to 
the, the, to play this style that we want to play. Because let's be honest, dude. Freaking, uh, what's his Ivanka Vallejo, um, if, that's, if that's even one. Mm, but, but he likes going to the middle a lot, yeah, too. It's the but, same thing with, like, Helder Costa. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, same thing. What's his face from Valencia? He's in the national team. He played last last game from Valencia. Um, he scored um, against Belgium for the for the Nations League. Why can't I think? Oh, Gonzalo Gets. Gets. There you go. I think he's that's gonna, about it. I think he's gonna be crucial this tournament. You think that's gonna be a key player? I I think he's gonna be one. Don't get it wrong. We have five subs. This tournament has five subs. That's true. I think he's he's gonna five subs, and if he goes extra time, you get another one. I think he's gonna be one of those guys that come in on every game. You think? You think Fernando Santos that that coach where he's gonna want to change things? I feel like he's more of a. Um, well, that's why I think stick, Getz gets on. Stick to the but, paper. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's why Getz gets on. Yeah. I think that's why Getz gets on. It's a straight swap for for Jota. Yeah, I mean, right. if you're gonna do it, that's what you. Well, player you drop, player you bring. Uh, Sergio Oliveira and then um, that dude from um, from Granada, the center back. Um, no, Dominguez Duarte. Duarte. See, I would I would take Robin Smith over Dominguez Duarte, but that's just my opinion. Player you drop, player you bring. I guess I can't drop the right back, so Serge Alaveda, Joe Mario, definitely. Yeah. I, dude, I, what other right back? Yeah, you can. There's, if if Calabreda no, was good, then I, I, I would do that. I, I, Absolutely. Dude, you ain't taking Cedric. Yeah. You ain't taking Cedric. No. So, yeah, it's soccer talks. <laughs> um, 15 minutes, my ass. 15 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Uh, one more thing that I actually we were talking about earlier. Um, so we were talking about, and you got really riled up. That's why I'm going to pretty I always well. do. Um, the advantages of the home fans. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about it? I, I know you're strongly have an opinion on this. Knowing knowing who FIFA is and the Euro, I feel like this is one of their cons because obviously, like, we all know it's all mafia and it's all inside work and jobs. Yeah. That's not what you do in a competitive level. You mm-hmm. don't give... The idea of spreading it around of all different countries and different stadiums, you don't do that if there's going to be fans involved. I understand if they're doing it because of COVID, then leave the, the stadiums empty. Because right. if you have teams, if you have a team like France playing Portugal or, or Spain versus Germany, a, a, a big game, mm-hmm. and one of those two teams are playing at a home field and you have 50%. It's of all, fans in the stadium, it's all and, homes, and, and from all what fans. And, and from what Joey was saying is, they want to see if they increase it the more the the tournament goes on. Right. So if you're telling me when it gets to the quarterfinals, semifinals, if these two big teams are playing against each other, and you have your own fans in your stadium, mm-hmm. you're gonna tell me that doesn't play a part. Right. That plays a huge part. Look, we can talk about Portugal because that's we, what soccer is about. We play Germany and Munich, and we play we play Hungary and uh, um, we play Hungary and um, Hungary. Yeah, I forgot what the stadium is. Um, it's, it's in an island or whatever. That, that, that's a, I'm not saying this because it's biased because of Portugal, but that's unfair for all the other teams too. Like, the not sport, necessarily the like... The school is doing like after the 14th, so today, Monday, they're going to the, allow f- uh, 33% of fans back to just, the Just this game, um, Denmark and Finland, they're both kind of equal teams. They're not, they're not tremendously like better than the other one. Yeah, Denmark has a better a little play players, but I was watching the first half and... It was back and forth. It was it was play the ball. Yeah. But one thing Denmark had over Finland was they were playing in their home fans. Absolutely. And, and that changes. That, that changes that the whole 12, thing. That 12th player. It changes the it's whole in game. Budapest. 
I, I knew, I, knew it was, I, I could have sworn it was Budapest. I just so, soccer's about fans, and soccer Absolutely. will always be about fans. Yes, that 12th player counts a lot. So I feel like these little teams, it's not fair on their part. I'm not saying the little teams don't have home advantage, but mm-hmm. if they're not having a home advantage, then that hurts them because, like, North, North Macedonia, they had a chance to go to the Euros, and now you're telling me they're going to have a chance to get knocked out because they're playing these big teams at their own stadiums? Right. Like, what kind yeah. of advantage is that? Exactly. Well, everyone yeah. deserves a fair... I, like, when the idea came out, I was kind of spectacle. Because this idea mm-hmm. has been since, like, 2018, that where it was... Or, no, it was before. It's, like, 2016. It was before the tournament started in 2016. They right. had discussed this. And I was like... Because it was only supposed to be three countries. Mm-hmm. And, like, six different stadiums. Right? And then COVID hit. And then when COVID hit, you would have thought... They would have keep it. No, I, I, I thought they would have kept it in, like, a country like England where you can keep everything isolated. isolated and you can keep these teams, you know, but right. not to, you know, we're seeing it now in Copa America, right? How Argentina, how Argentina dropped mm-hmm. from, Copa, uh, from hosting the Copa Americas was like 600 something, 600 something thousand deaths yep. or COVID infections or whatever it was. And now Brazil took it. You know, we, we were at Casa Faca last night and the manager was Brazilian and he's really passionate. And he's like, you will go to Yo, agora cara, sou português. <laughs> so many Brazilians are disgraced. Meu presidente, meu presidente, meu presidente só pensa em dinheiro, cara. So many Brazilians are in disgrace of this reaction from the president. I mean, they, regardless, they've been hating the dude for a while. But the knowing that Brazilian is literally the country with most COVID deaths, and you welcome a freaking tournament like that, for that dude in the U.S. It's not, it's not, it's not South America. Dude, what what about freaking, ah, fuck, no. I was going to say there's a major, remember when there was a major tournament when they were like, oh, we're going to do the Champions League in freaking U.S.? We shot that down real quick, bro. Exactly. Shut that down real quick. But at least do it in a country that, yeah, small stadiums, fuck it, whatever. But at least with less restrictions where the players themselves feel safe. Well, that's the way I feel about it. There's a lot of players coming out. Like, Casemiro is one of them. A lot of Brazilian players coming yeah, out. because they don't feel safe. That's not even they don't feel safe. It's not even just them. It's, it's well, the, it's also it's, their clubs. It's yeah. the revolt for for Brazil, for Brazil, the country, accepting the tournament, knowing the situation they're in. Mm-hmm. And, and from, like, what he was saying, the manager yesterday, Brazil did the same thing with the World Cup, knowing how poor the country is, and they accept a tournament like this, just the, to make the country more poor. The amount that the amount of people that were homeless because of those fucking stadiums. It, it just makes the country more poor. People Absolutely. think people think oh there's gonna be a lot more tourists and it's gonna make the country. That, no. That's not that's not the case. There'll be more tourists for that month. We were talking about the stadium in the in the Fortaleza. But but it's true. In, but in but the it's rain true. Forest. Yeah, the one in Fortaleza. The, 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 it was made for one game in the tournament, a quarterfinals or a semifinals, and that's it. And that stadium was never played ever again because there was no There's club no team. team there. It's a, no it's, team a, it's a fucking... Don't you have to take, like, a fucking ferry for that? Yeah. You have to take a ferry and then you park... Like, Mid- literally, it's a, a rainforest. Bird, it's a big bird bath now, I heard. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> he didn't say that. Um, uh, but yeah, dude. I I mean, that's about it for the soccer talks. Uh, but, um, Is it? Oh, shit. Go for another five. <laughs> <laughs> Could go for another two hours. That's what you mean. But, um, I mean, yeah, guys, that's going to be it for us today. Um, we're going to cut it short. We're just going to keep some of these podcasts just on some Euro talks. Um, 
for those who uh who liked it please like subscribe like our youtube page our uh our facebook our tiktoks mm -hmm. our instagram uh we want to thank alex for coming out like again we, like we just we've talked about that we're going to try keeping our podcast a little shorter yeah um uh, our next podcast will be at the austin we should be at the austin club watching the game watching the game uh if you guys want to go swing by they have great sangria uh it's um just you could ask i'll be posting stuff on the page to so you guys know an address for it probably the best sangria i've ever had honestly great great atmosphere um and we're going to be watching the game and i think the three of us is going to be there we're probably going to even continue this podcast yeah well we'll definitely have alex on again yeah for just sure. just to go on some more of your background story does there still want to go your portuguese life you Sounds know and, and with the euro being on i think i think this is what people want everything listen to. going on and today everything, and everything going on today i think this is a great conversation and again i think some of our videos are going almost two hours so yeah. we're gonna try to cut it down a little bit and work on uh on that and alex thank you for coming on i thank you alex appreciate i appreciate it. you guys for having me um if you haven't Pleasure. already like comment subscribe on all the channels he's a twitcher he's a twitcher so we'll he knows see. he knows his uh um, little links i appreciate you guys and what you're doing for the community it means a lot um i'm here for your full support even if i don't do damage but i'm gonna be here by your side <laughs> um i watched a couple videos i really like what's going on and keep it up um i'm here for it and again, uh, shout out to Continue Benfiquista for giving us the shout that they did on their podcast. Uh, they're on YouTube. They're on uh, um, Facebook, Instagram. Um, just a couple guys just like us having conversations about soccer. Um, go give them a like. Maybe subscribe to their page. Every subscribe subscription helps. So, Absolutely. Yep. Guys, we'll see you very soon. Have a good, great weekend. Ciao later.